Joe, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh my goodness. Ice cream's a big deal in our house. I'm putting cold in the cold open here. You really are. Um currently I have a vanilla chip with peanut butter swirls in my freezer. Ooh. Pretty solid. Vanilla chocolate uh, chip with swirls or vanilla chip? It's like vanilla with chocolate chips. Okay, okay. With peanut butter swirls. What I really wanted it to be was peanut butter ice cream with chocolate chips in it, but it mm. wasn't that. Um, man, that's a hard question. Favorite ice cream flavor? What's yours? And then I'll t- and then I'll think about it. So mine is Deer Tracks. Okay. Like Moose Tracks? So this is what brought me up because I was eating it last night. I have a gallon in the freezer. I was eating some of it last night. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I think everywhere else calls it Moose Tracks, but this ice cream is not Moose Tracks. And I realized while I was eating it what the difference is. And I'm pretty sure it's a Michigan thing. I'm pretty sure I get, like, this is only a Michigan flavor because where else changes moose to deer and makes ice cream out of it? Like, come on. Right. Um, Does it got cherries in it? No, it has mini chocolate or uh, mini peanut butter cups in it. Instead of like the big oh. peanut butter cups or like peanut butter. I forgot what moose tracks actually puts in there. It, I don't really know. I have it, no idea, but it has like mini peanut butter cups in it. So it's like fudge. Okay. It's vanilla ice cream, fudge lined, like big, like lines of fudge in there. And then yeah. with mini peanut butter cups in it, like the very the small mini ones. Okay. And that's my favorite that's because good. I think that having the bite-sized peanut butter cup in there just adds so much yeah. to the ice cream compared to like having to take a bite out of whatever it is, the big peanut butter cup or, you know, chunk of uh, chocolate and peanut butter that they put in there. Like, this is just yeah. a mini look. You take some ice cream, you have a little peanut butter cup in it. Like, it's very nice. That sounds great. I've I've never found like... I have a lot of different favorite flavors, but I haven't found like one absolute mm-hmm. favorite yet. Um, big fan of just like chocolate chip cookie dough. It's uh, always great. classic. Um, ben and Jerry's have one that's called like s'more something. It might just be called like give me s'more. Yeah. It's got like marshmallows and chocolate and that's delightful. Do you know what you'd really like from Ben and Jerry's? Fish What's food. That? Fish like P-H-I-S-H. Fish right. food. Right. But isn't that made with chocolate ice cream? Oh yes, and that's why I don't, I don't get it because like I'm not ice cream. Ah, welcome, welcome. I'm, I'm, you, you know me. I'm not a big chocolate guy, so like chocolate right. ice cream base is not. I can't eat a whole thing of chocolate ice cream base. A little bit yeah, me, here me and there, either. sure, but a whole yep. a whole container of chocolate ice cream base, not for me. Not for me. Um, but I tell you what, there's something about a good mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mm, I do mint and ice cream go so good so well and so i should have put a caveat on this now that we brought up mint now we're just gonna do a whole episode just in the cold open it doesn't even matter i my absolute number one is peppermint ice cream from schwann's and i think we've talked about this but you can only get it around christmas time and i don't order it from schwann's like i mean i don't order from schwann's because to me that's an old person thing uh yeah and so I don't get it all that often, but Deer Tracks, I would say, is like my year-round ice cream. Okay. You know what? I'm a complex man. Here's my Sounds ideal like ice cream. Uh, you got vanilla. Okay. You got peanut butter in there. I could see it. Banana. Wow. Coffee. And marshmallow. I don't hate it. The banana throws me a little bit because how would you, what shape would the banana be in in the ice cream? 
You know what? I just want to flurry. I just want to flurry with yeah. all that mixed up. Yep. Yep. Just mm-hmm. mix all that crap up. What give we, it to me. What That's we all, usually what I get when I go to an ice cream shop. What we all can agree on is the flurry cement mixer, whatever Dairy Queen yep. calls them. Those are peak ice cream. Those are the best mm. of ice cream. Like, it's just that's okay. what it is. Yep, just give me everything mixed together. If you go to an ice cream shop and get something other than like a flurry or cement mixer or something, and you're not going with just like, oh, I just want a plain ice cream, like I just want like vanilla ice cream or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the people that go and get banana splits, what are you doing? Banana split offers you nothing. It gives you nothing. Oh, a banana and a banana split. Yeah, it, it gives you nothing. Go get the flurry. Throw some banana in it if that's what you really want. Yeah. Wow, that's a hot take on ice cream. But I tell you what, you know what? Cora's upstairs eating ice cream right now. Bill's got strawberry ice cream with sprinkles and chocolate chips on it. When she I, knows what she wants. When I was a kid, I used Superman ice cream was my shit. That was my Superman. Superman oh, ice cream, the blue with yellow and red in it. I don't even know what flavor it is. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I like it's blue, red, oh. and yellow. That's what it is. That's the flavor of ice cream, it's and so it's delicious. Good. Oh my god, that's delightful. I could go. I could have some right now. Let's do it. Cancel the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Big Dad Energy: The Journey of Parenting and Adulting Through the Eyes of Two Young Dads. I'm your co-host Joe Lopez. With me, as always, is my co-dad. Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe! Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm good. We're back on Monday nights for now. We're back on Monday. We said Sundays. We did it once. We're back on Mondays. We went Sunday, Tuesday, back to Monday. Now, next week, we're gonna get, we got to go back to Sunday. We're just working our way yeah. back around. You know what? That's parenthood, baby. That is. That's, that's the life of a parent. Three kids between the two of us. Yeah. You know what? So... We were just talking about ice cream. Yeah. And Superman ice cream. And I feel like Superman ice cream is the same flavor as Fruity Pebbles and Fruit Loops. They're all the same flavor. Yes. Yep. 100%. And, and, God, I want it. and that flavor is just color. Like, it's, I'm drinking a blue Gatorade right now. It is literally cool blue. Cool blue is not a flavor, but it is a flavor. <laughs> it's a flavor that, right here. It's just like Superman ice cream is, is blue. Yeah. Blue. Um, Anyway, that was just a random thought that was still it. in my head. How was your weekend? Joe, my weekend, it was up and down. It was kind of a roller coaster. It was pretty good. Okay. Had some highs, had some lows. Yeah. So, uh, what did we do? Friday was just pretty much normal. We just got some food. Um, and then I, oh, I watched uh, Nightmare Alley. So, I, I'm starting yeah, that's right. for you because you're doing a fantasy football. I did commit to watching at least the best picture movies, uh, as many as I yeah. can. And yeah. uh, so I texted you and I, I consoled with you about I, ter- I looked at the uh, the trailer for Power of the, Dog. Power of the Dog and I was excited to watch it. I like finishing work on Friday. I was like, I'm going to watch Power of the Dog tonight. I'm very excited. Benedict Cumberbatch, top of my list of actors, like, yeah, going to be great. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, I, uh, I don't know if I like want to sit through two hours and 40 minutes of of desert yeah. uh yeah and so i texted you and you said nightmare alley was better um at least better to look at um so yes. i watched i watched nightmare alley and it was it was a movie it was 
It's fine. Yeah, I think you're right. When you talked about it on Dad Talks, you said the cinematography was great. Uh, but the story was a big snooze. Like, big snooze. Yeah. It had one tiny little twist at the end that you were, like, shocked yeah. by. But everything else was so uh, choreographed and, and so, like, oh, so that's how that's going to happen. This is going to blow up in his face. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know, yeah. like, that's it, the movie just was very straightforward in that. So, um, I noticed because about three quarters of the way through my through the movie, when I should be like fully engulfed, I was sitting on my phone. I was like, huh? Yeah. Huh? Like I wasn't turning it off. It wasn't enough that I was like, oh, I can't watch this right. anymore. But I was just like on my phone scrolling Reddit. And I was like, why am I doing this when there's a movie on in front of me? Oh, it's because I'm not that interested in the movie. Yep. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, it's good. It's it's really nice to look at. Uh the cinematography is great. The style is neat. Like that noir. The style, like the, yeah, that's the like, like noir jam. style. Yeah, with like a gray filter on everything. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, that's that's my jam. Guillermo del Toro directed it. He he gets it. He does. I like that they set it in a year but made it amb- ambiguous where it was, right? It yeah. was somewhere in you I think somewhere in the movie they say it's in Buffalo, which makes sense like Buffalo, New York. Yeah. But they make it very ambiguous on where it is. Like it's, it's somewhere in the United States after World War One, right around the beginning of World War Two, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of it. That's what you get for setting. And then they just send mm-hmm. you on a ride. And and I kind of like that. I like that they didn't like pin it down and give you all the details and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I have six more movies to watch. I have yeah. all of them besides that one. So. Yeah. Well, you watched Dune. I did watch Dune. That's true. So I I have two two out of ten knocked out. Look at that. Two out Dune's of ten. Dune's the best out of all of them that I've seen so far. I mean, again, there's still like six left. Yeah. Dune's the best one I've seen. I I really hope Dune wins. Before oh, this it's is the, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. I hope Dune wins, but I know it won't. <laughs> right? I know yeah. it won't. Like Power of the Dog's gonna win. It's boring. It's you don't think so? I win. It it might it might squeak squeak in. I've heard Belfast is really good. I almost watched uh, Belfast is, too. Which That's, is is that on Apple? Apple, I think. I have Apple, so I'm gonna have to find it. Um, I can cops turn this off. I can send you my login. All right, that'd be great. You keep mm. saying it. I still need to watch Ted Lasso. Oh my god, Joe, just text me like sometime and remind me, and I'll just send it to you. Okay, perfect. But here's why Dune won't win because the best picture winner almost always has a best director winner. Oh. And Ney Villeneuve isn't nominated for best director. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. But anyway, I digress. Eh, that makes sense. So that was yeah. my Friday. Uh, Saturday was a tough day. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later, but Ben is just going through it right now. And nap yeah. time on Saturday was just awful. Like he did not want to go down. He would not go down. Katie was doing something and couldn't like couldn't put him to bed. And he just like kicked and rolled and like he headbutted me three or four different times like actually angrily headbutted me uh <laughs> to a point where joe i honestly when i finally like text katie is like i need you to do this i cannot uh and she walked in i w- i was so broken i just went and laid down and took a nap i like hey. mentally broken my son it, he is a year and a half <laughs> old my son has mentally broken me uh that's how i am every day i like it was just it was one of those moments that like only a parent can understand like something you love so much hates you in so fiery much in that moment. And it's like, it was just broken. I was just broken. I was like, I have to take a nap because I am. So I cannot do this. (laughs) Um, 
So then I took a nap and everything was, was fine the rest of the day. Um, so that was Saturday. Saturday was the low. And then on Sunday, we went to the aquarium. So that was fun. All of us did. So. Nice. Which one? Uh, sea Life, Michigan, up in, uh, oh, up in Auburn God. Hills. Yes. It's very neat. It's very neat. Yeah. Um, it's uh, gone down in price, which is good. Yes. And I still would say it was a little too pricey for what it is. So to put this in perspective for everyone else, it's in a mall. And I mean this like literally it is a like inside of a mall. Um, it's bigger than like a store, but it's not huge. Uh, like if you were to go to like, we went to the aquarium in new Orleans when we were down there and yeah. that's very big, like very cool. Uh, and you're paying like $40 to get in, but this is like a museum worth of, of aquarium, right? This was in a mall. You're only paying twenty dollars a ticket, but still, we walked through it in about forty minutes, right? So it's like, yeah, you know, you're like, it's it's cool. Is it necessarily worth it? Not really, but the right. But it was a nice little experience to go on. Um, yeah, Ben absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Cora would love it. I want to go. I want to take her there so bad. Watching the fish swim by and like the coolest thing about aquarium. And I thought this going into it, and it really just confirmed it, but. The coolest thing about aquariums with kids is like they can touch the glass. They can mm-hmm. be right up next to the fish. And and we are talking. So we have a zoo membership, right? So we go we can go to the Detroit Zoo Unlimited because we pay for a membership. Yeah. And he doesn't really love the zoo quite yet. Right. He likes being outside and walking. Yeah. But they, they, I think the animals are just too far away. They're just not interactive. Yeah. Right. They're just you're, you're looking at them while they're out there. Like when the wolf is like patrolling and stuff like that he likes that but like the camels out there eating grass like ben doesn't really care about that like they're just yeah you know it's just different looking dogs to him um right <laughs> like that's that's all it is uh but the aquarium he was able like the shark literally swam over the glass in front of him and he thought that was the coolest thing ever and like yeah. the fish would come up and he just go oh 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 and like look at it it was very very neat uh from a from a parent perspective to watch him be so into the aquarium so that was really cool so yeah. i love that yeah that's awesome i we were gonna take core to the aquarium that aquarium at one point but for some reason we didn't we ended up doing something else but she loves fish i would love to take her there yeah. Uh, I've been we went right after it opened several years ago, but haven't been back. I'd actually never been to that mall for living here for four years now, five years now. Yeah. I've never been there. Big mall? Yeah, it's 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 pretty big. It's pretty big. I have a rainforest cafe there. So if you feel like spending yeah. all of your money for mediocre food, you can yeah. just go to the rainforest cafe. Also, uh, there's a Legoland there. That is true. So and, uh, there there was a little package you could get that did the aquarium, Legoland. And they have a Peppa Pig exhibit there yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, it, but Ben can't go into the Legoland, right? Because, like, he's too small and will eat the Legos. Yeah. Um, and we don't watch Peppa Pig, so it would not, like, it would be cool because it's a cartoon, but not enough for him. Like, if it was yeah. a Bluey exhibit, we would have bought tickets yesterday. Uh, like, come on. Absolutely. Have you seen the Bluey Airbnb? No, what? Yeah. I don't remember where it's at. I don't think it's in Melbourne. Um, but it's in Australia. They took a house and made it look just like the healer's house, like everything. You, you have to find a link and put it on the Instagram so people can see it. That is that is yeah. awesome. Oh my god, 
It, it looks amazing. I want. I'm. That's the only reason why I'm going to Australia. Let's Jake, go to, coming to Australia. Yeah, we're coming. I'm coming too. B and B. I've been trying. To, there. I've been trying to convince Katie. To, well, they just opened back up to uh, to visitors now, so we can actually go to Australia now. Oh, perfect. So perfect timing. Yeah. All right. I'm in. How about you, it Joe? How was part. your weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, Friday was rough because we had Cora here. Um, Cora's going through some of it. She's uh Ben Ben and Cora both going through it. Uh she's not been great. Not been pleasant. Yeah. The last few days. Uh Friday night or Friday she was here while I worked. Um and Kayla had so Kayla had Cora and Grayson. Um she's just kind of being a turd, yelling, screaming, defiant very defiant mm -hmm. uh just not happy just miserable miserable to be around like we fought we yelled at each other and like it just happens Whew. um yeah it was it was really rough it was a really rough day so friday night it was like eight o'clock by the time we were done with dinner i was like i'm going to get beer so i ran to bushes uh got some beer came back had a couple beers and we watched totoro maybe friday night um and yeah, it was pretty chill, pretty relaxed. And then Saturday got up. I don't even remember what we did during the day Saturday. Uh probably not much. Yeah. Uh kind of what we do nowadays. Uh boy do I feel that. Especially right. winter time in Michigan, like it's when you have little kids, it's not like you can go skiing or snowboarding and like Yeah. It's a time of year where it's just kinda like bleh. Yeah, so we just kind of sat around all day. Um, we did a couple things. I cannot remember Saturday. We did nothing. Sure. Um, and, and then Saturday night, we played D&D. &D. Yes. You and I, Kevin and Luke from Best Song Ever, and our friend Will, um, which was good. Uh, it was fun. It went until about 11 o'clock before I was like, I got to go. Yeah, I was, I was starting to fade. <laughs> I was starting to fade. Yeah. I, and I know I feel bad because our buddies are – non-kid yeah. like they don't have kids and they probably could have gone until one two o'clock in the morning and been fine but like 11 yeah. o'clock started hitting i was like uh, uh, like i'm fading yeah yeah i had big plans i was gonna like stay up have a couple more beers right but then i was like i gotta, I gotta go to bed i just i'm just tired joe i'm just <laughs> tired all the time um so sunday i had text kayla's dad on saturday i was like hey um we think we want Kayla's old bed um, for Cora because we had Cora's toddler bed and an air mattress in her room where we were trying to sleep and mm -hmm. it just, it wasn't working. So we were like, you know, if you ever want to break it down, let me know a day and uh, I'll come help you break it down and we'll set it up. He's like, well, not doing anything tomorrow. It's supposed to be nice. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, a, that's the most so, father-in-law response I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Like, so yes, just, Hey, one day in the future, like I'm telling you just to like get it, get the seed in your head. And they're like, I don't know. It's only 11 right now. Like, let's just knock it out and you can get it done before yeah. midnight. Exactly. Uh, so Sunday we, uh, we got up, we ate breakfast, got around and then, uh, text Kayla's parents and they brought her old bed over. We took down the air mattress. We took down Cora's toddler bed and we put up like, she's got the bed she'll have for forever now. Oh, wow. Um, so we got a twin bed, um, a bed frame that Kayla's dad built, 
all the furniture in Cora's room is all Kayla's from when she grew up that Joe built. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so the dresser, the bookshelf, the nightstand, and the bed frame, all it was built by Joe. Um, and she loves her new bed. Like, and it's big enough for us to sleep in it if we need. Good. Like, uh, And now she's got an open space in her bedroom where she wants to play. Like, it's so much better, but she loves her new bed. She was so happy. Joe and I were setting the bed frame back up, putting it back together, and she was just in the bedroom with us, like, just saying, Daddy, look, new bed, new bed, <laughs> like, super excited. We got it all set up. She was jumping on it and playing around, so it's really good. I'm really happy that we, we got it in there. Um, and now she's in a, a twin-size bed. So we just blew past toddler bed, and she's hey, two in a twin. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, so it's it's really great. And like I said, sleeping is much better now. That's awesome. And Yeah, that's what we did. That's what we did yesterday. And then we hung out. She took a nap until like uh, 7 o'clock at night. And then that girl's sleep schedule is bonkers. Oh, uh, it is. And Grayson's is terrible. That kid hates me too. Yeah. Yeah. He will not settle down for me unless he's absolutely exhausted. And then he screams and yells for like 10 minutes and then passes out. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. I was, I was so lucky. Ben actually lo- like liked to sleep on me more than he liked to sleep on Katie. So like when he yeah. was a newborn, when he was a newborn, now, now he likes to sleep on Katie or just yell and hit other people. Um, but when he was a <laughs> newborn, he, he would love like when he was fussy, I would just pick him up and put him on my chest, and he would fall right, right back to sleep. Yeah, um, yeah. So Grayson's not like that. He struggles to go to sleep, and like I've said before, like you can't put him down while he's asleep; otherwise, he'll wake up. Ugh. And. uh and it's tough. So in the middle of the night, the last few days, I've just been frustrated with both kids. Cora's being defiant and yelling and screaming and, you know, saying everything's hers and she doesn't want to do anything and wants to change the TV every five seconds. Like, it's just, it, it's been really, really tough dealing with Cora the last couple of days. Um, this morning was really bad, like wailing and yelling, like angrily screaming. It, she's just really putting up a fight. Um and then Grayson at night, like, won't settle down for me. So, like, he's waking up to feed, and I'm feeding him, and he's like, you know, we've talked about how they waterboard themselves, basically. Yes. So he's like, you know, drinking milk and coughing, and then, like, you know, changing his diaper and burping him. But then when he's done with the bottle and not eating anymore, he's still just, like, crying and screaming. And I'm, like, trying to get him to fall asleep and making sure nobody else is waking up, and that's not happening. And last night, Kayla started with Grayson. Started with Cora. We switched at about two or three, maybe. Maybe like three or four. Yeah, three or four. And then at like 6 a.m., Grayson was having another meltdown or something like that. I don't remember the times. But anyway, Kayla had to come back in. She's like, I'm switching you. Like, go back in Cora's room. Oh. Sleep. I'll get him to sleep. Yeah, so it's just been rough. A real challenge these days. That's so difficult. I, I'm curious. So... Ben's also going through it right now. I I don't know. It's funny that we're both like both our kids are are on one of those schedules, but Ben is right now getting four new teeth at the same Ugh. time. He's get so right now he only has the front two bottom ones. He's getting okay. both teeth next to him on either side and at least one of the next tooth over on the bottom. 
Ugh. So there's three, and then he already was pushing through two top ones. Wow. So, uh, like, I thought for a while it was the teething, but then the other night, so for the last two weeks, he has, and I, I think I've talked about it both podcasts, like, he's just decided he doesn't want to go back to bed when he wakes up. Like, he goes to bed Oof. fine. Like, the same as he's always been. Katie feeds him to sleep. He falls asleep in about 20 minutes. And then he'll wake up at about four hours later like normal. But then when he wakes up, he does not want to go back to bed. Katie will feed him. Really? And then I'll go pick him up. And then he just rolls like an alligator on top of me for <laughs> an indiscriminate amount of time. Like, it's not like, uh, no. oh, he does it a few times and goes to sleep. Like, there have been nights where he will roll on top of me for an hour, hour and a half. There was a, two weeks ago... There was a night where he was awake for three and a half hours just screaming, like just yelling because he could not fall back asleep. Yeah. And it's like this hasn't happened since he was a newborn, right? Since he was going through that first stage of not knowing how to sleep. Like he he basically had it figured out up until this point. And now, like, he's just an absolute monster, like just won't go. Last night was a good night and he only woke up. He only woke up twice, which was a great but that last wake up, I held him from 4.30 to 5.30 before I could put him back down because he just rolled and rolled and rolled until he finally, finally fell back asleep. Jeez. Um, so it has. And then so that's one side of it. I found out we're in an 18 month sleep regression. It's a big sleep regression. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, but I know now. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> I, it was, apparently, this is a really big one. And because it's coupled with a leap. And I didn't realize he was in a leap either because I'm fighting the sleep and the teething. And then there's also a leap going on. And now that I like have thought about it, of course, like he's in this big Mr. Independent phase, just like Cora is. Cora is probably step two of this phase. Ben is like, he wants to have the remote to turn on the TV. He wants to put himself to bed. He, he knows how to turn on his sound machine and turn off his light, but he has to be held. But we haven't been able to read him a book in two weeks because he doesn't want to sit and read books anymore. He wants to, as soon as he realizes it's bedtime, he's like, I have to turn on my sound machine and I have to turn off my light before somebody else can. So as <laughs> soon as he sits down, he starts yelling and pointing at his sound machine and going, ah, 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 until you pick him up and help him turn on the sound machine. That's funny. So Ugh. it is. That's Parenting's rough. Parenting's rough. I think the episode of the the title of this episode should just be Parenting's Rough because it is. This is one of those moments. And I would have thought after all these, I mean, we've been doing this podcast a year and a half now, right? And I have come on this podcast a bunch of times and talked about Ben's going through it. It's a leap, it's teething, it's a sleep regression. Like that's what kids kind of are for the first while, but it's been probably six months right i mean it's probably since he turned one yeah. it's been pretty smooth sailing like he's kind of doing his own except for when he got sick last fall like right. besides when he got sick like it's been pretty smooth sailing like the routine's kind of the routine and it's just it is what it is yeah it's uh it's tough one day this weekend i remember waking up coming out to kayla i think both kids were miraculously asleep at the same time I think I looked at her and I was like, I don't want anymore. I was like, I was like completely honest. I was like, I am seriously done. Like I cannot do this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I whew. I'm telling you, 
I thought it would get easier as they got older, but it's just a whole different set of challenges. It's just it, different. It it's not it's any crazy. easier. It's just different. It really is. Well, let's let's use that. Jump into it. Let's jump into it. Let's talk about yeah. some of the differences uh, that our kids are. How different our kids are now compared to the last time they went through these growth things. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to focus a lot on Ben. Yeah. I talk about Cora a lot because she's a tiny, tiny, insane person. <laughs> uh, so is Ben. Right. But Ben is now 18 months. Right. Yeah. So he's a year and a half. Like, what's that like to you? It's really nuts. Uh, he is officially, in six days, he will officially be 18 months old. Um, and it is crazy because I, I think I've talked a little bit about, he doesn't talk all that much. Right. So yeah. as parents, we're kind of wired to focus on the milestones that you're looking for. Right. And at 18 months or so talking is the next big milestone. He's crawled, he's walked, he's, you know, done all the other stuff. And, and the next big milestone is talking and he's not really talking all that much. So I think I let myself be distracted at first of like, oh man, you know, we haven't hit that next milestone. I haven't seen that next big leap, but just early, like late last week, I took a look and started looking at all the things that he's doing now that he wasn't doing before. And Holy smokes, this kid is crazy. So here's a great example. He's figured out that, uh, my, my stepmom got him this bumblebee for Christmas, like a scooter. That's also a bumblebee, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He figured out that he can pull that up to the t- to a chair on the table, stand on the bumblebee, stand on the handlebars of the bumblebee, and then climb onto the table. Really? Yeah. Yep. And that's and if you take him away, he screams because he's like, "This yeah. is what I want to do." That's the other big thing that I know. It's like it's no longer I cannot I cannot distract him with anything other than TV now. So when we're yeah. in like a hey, we've watched our hour of Bluey today that we said we we're gonna watch, he's like he's going to do what he's going to do, or he's going to yell at you. And there's no in between. I like, I absolutely understand the, the, the like pain of, of some parents. Like I have to let you watch TV because I can't, I just can't. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's what we do, but we try to put on educational stuff and she, I tell you what, she's learned colors and shapes mm -hmm. songs because of TV and is that good or bad? I don't know, but she knows it. <laughs> Whatever. Honestly, at this point, what is good or bad? Yeah. I, I like yeah. as a parent, what is good or bad? I, you know. Yeah. Um, and it is. I real like. I think that that breakdown I had on Saturday, where I realized he was intentionally like fighting against me because I wasn't Katie, and I was like, he's never done this this way before. Like a lot of times before, he'd be like oh, you're not mom, you know, obviously you're not breastfeeding me to sleep. So like, you're not what I want, but not in a way of like, I want mom. I will only go to bed with mom kind of way. And that's what it was on Saturday. Like he screamed and cried and yelled and yelled and yelled. And, uh, we were going to try and sleep train this weekend or not. I sleep training is not the right word. We're going to try and get him to start falling asleep by himself in his crib. And, uh, it came to the point on Friday where I, we just physically couldn't just could not yeah. because he's so strong willed. He probably would have just stayed up all night and not worried about yeah. it. Crazy. It is absolutely wild. Um, 
These are nuts. Uh, so looking back, like put yourself in six months ago, Jared, okay. 12 month old Ben, one year old Ben. And you think about, you know, what are, what's happened in the six months? What things have happened that he's changed in these last six months? Man. Figuring out how to get places. That is his absolute favorite thing in the world now. Not, and it's climbing 100%. Like, the kid's a yeah. monkey. Like, he climbs on everything. <laughs> and it, it, climbing's a big one. But also, like, how to get into places, right? So if you close the, the door while you're going to the bathroom, he's hanging on the door. We have round door handles, so they, he does not have yeah. the grip strength to open them yet. But, like, he's hanging on the door handle. He's sticking his hand under the door. He has a... <laughs> I sent a Snapchat video of this, but we have, like, a big extender Swiffer duster, right, to get on the fans. And he yeah. walks around with that. I closed the bathroom door on uh, this weekend and he just stuck the, right underneath the door to try and get in. Like <laughs> just figuring stuff out is, is a huge difference in the last six months. Like um, that's the first thing he figures a ton of stuff out and he was doing it a little bit six months ago, but now it's like, if he wants something come hell or high water, he's going to get it. Right. Uh, and then number two is like the communication. We do like little stuff like, Hey, where's your doggy? And he points at your dog or like, where's my, where's my belly button? You point at your belly button. Um, things like that. But like, I will say a sentence to him and he understands like, mm -hmm. Hey, go give mom this. And he takes it and goes, gives it to Katie. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, go find the remote. He grabs it. You know, let's watch bluey. He runs to the couch and sits down on the couch. Like that kind of stuff did not happen at a year. And now it's yeah. like full on conversation. It, like for a while it was, Hey, where's your garbage truck? And he'd kind of look at you and you'd hand him the garbage truck and he'd be happy about it. But it's not like he was putting two and two, and two together. Now it's like, yeah, Hey, go grab your garbage truck. And he goes over and he grabs it. He picks it up and he pushes the button and he, and, and that's, you know, he's happy about that. So like the amount of communication or him telling on the other side, him telling us what he wants Right. Like, yeah. Now you mentioned this before, but like having your own language with with your kids. He Ben does not really say words, but the man grunts like a caveman. <laughs> and and it's effective. It's super effective. Like, you know exactly yeah. what he wants. He points. Uh, he started taking my hand and dragging me around the house to like where he wants to go and what he yeah. wants to do. Um, And like he's fully figuring out what he wants. And what comes with what he wants is he only wants what he wants. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. the frustrating part as a parent is like, I know that you want to sit down and watch Bluey for six hours today, but we cannot sit down and watch Blue Bluey for six hours. We have to do other things. And that's not what he wants to do because he knows right. what he wants now. Yeah. Um, did he walk at a year? Yeah. Yeah. He was walking at a year. Um, I think just before a year he was walking. Okay. Um, well, that's good. So you kind of talked mentally where he's at, you know, as far as his whole changing, you know, I guess being more cognizant of what's around him. Physically, do you remember where he was at, a, you know, six months ago versus now, like shorter? I, I don't. Um, He's always been a really tall kid. Yeah. I mean, at a year, I think him and Cora were almost the same height. Yeah. Uh, So he's always been a really tall kid. So I don't. I don't have a good grasp on where he's at. What I will say is 
somewhere along the line, he's gotten like a baby pot belly, and it's the funniest thing in the world. He walks around <laughs> like an old man with a baby pot belly, uh, and it it is just hilarious. Uh, but I don't know t- if he's that much physically different. Um, mm-hmm. but he's definitely. I know he's taller now because the things on the counter keep having to get pushed further and further back. Yeah. Uh, he can almost climb into the sink, right? Because his fingers, his fingers almost cover the, the like cuff, the area between the end of the cab or the end of the, um, counter and the sink. Uh, so that's going to be fun when he figures that one out. Um, does he have things that he likes to take with him? So, for example, Cora has a blankie and an Elmo. Mm-hmm. Every night, she grabs her blankie and Elmo and goes to bed. Does Ben have anything like that he's very much drawn to or attracted to that you know he plays with several times a day or is his comfort? Yeah, not really. Uh, we're okay. a little bit trying to train him to have one. I think it helps yeah. as like a a comfort system when he gets upset. Um. So he got a big bluey, like a, a Ben size bluey, I would call yeah. it, right? Like, um, and we put it in his crib. He's always had stuffed animals in his crib, but he hasn't mm-hmm. quite like, uh, played with them. Actually, it's funny. So we started, we put the bluey in there and then Kevin got us, um, from a video game that Kevin and I play called destiny. They had a stuffed animal of a, uh, of a baby alien. Um, and he got it for Ben for his first birthday. And I put it in Ben's crib and Katie went in to feed him in the middle of the night. And we realized the eyes glow in the dark. <laughs> Very freaky. It was great. Yeah. It was great. That's, that's hilarious. Um, so we've uh, to answer like that question is we've been trying to have him do that with the bluey. Like, where's your bluey? And then he goes and finds her. Um, and like, oh, there's no bluey in your bed. Things like that. But like the other night I left bluey in the car on accident from bringing him home from grandma's and he didn't notice at all. Right. right so uh he's not quite there uh i think that's probably that's probably it he he doesn't super love anything yeah um does he have a favorite food blueberries yeah berries in general any berry or fruit the kid absolutely will destroy um it's good uh it's great until you have to change the diapers those are horrendous yes absolutely horrendous <laughs> last few days have been absolutely awful um so he likes that a lot uh he will eat anything but like one bite of it um okay i have noticed we're trying to work on i I think i brought this up last time we're trying to work on like signing like more and food and stuff like that and he was doing well for a couple weeks and then last like two weeks or so he doesn't want to do it so he won't do it right like (laughs) <laughs> He'll be yelling at at me and like pointing and I'll be like more instead of like, oh, yeah, I should sign. He just yells louder because he knows what he wants and he's trying to tell me what he right. wants. Um, so that's been tough, but uh, not like from an, a specific food besides fruit. Not really. Yeah, that's good. Fruit's good. At least it's fruit. Yeah, it could. I mean, it could be candy. Uh, it could be. But no, it, it fruit's good. Uh he does really like pasta, um, but he also really loves shoving everything in his mouth all at once. So I don't know if he actually knows what else he likes because he's just right. shoving it all in at once and seeing what goes down. Yeah. Um, so I guess transitioning again, 
the next six months, right? Ben's about to, he's going to turn two in six months. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you look forward to in that transition or what, you know, what kinds of things do you think might happen soon, if not, you know, in the future? He's starting to say some words like mama and dad, dad, he says, uh, he actually says bluey. Um, but he doesn't oh, really? say the word bluey. He goes, <laughs> but he says it in context, like, Hey, what do you want to watch? And we're like, yeah. oh, all right, we get it. We get it. You're it's bluey. Yeah. Uh, so he's starting to get there. Um, so I'm looking forward to him actually talking, being able to communicate. I'm also, I realize how ill-equipped I am to teach him what are good things and what aren't good things, right? Not from a, like, right or wrong, but, like, a you can't have this because of this, right? Like, I'm sorry, you can't, like, hey, we can't watch TV all day. We just can't. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know how else to explain that to you. And I'm very ill-equipped for that because he's going to throw a lot of temper tantrums, and it is draining. A kid's temper tantrum... I don't think I gave you enough stock in like an actual toddler temper tantrum is one of the most draining things I've found as a parent. Yeah. It's every day is a fight. Cora hates to brush her hair. Her hair is that mm-hmm. in those insane curls, yeah. right? The really tight, tight curls. Um, we have to brush them. Otherwise they get knotted up. So every day we have to spray her hair down with water and we have to put detangler in there and brush it. And every day she fights and screams and wails, throws her body on the ground. But today, Kayla tried it. So Cora's in the phase of mine, uh, no, and stop it. Oof. So today Kayla was trying to do that, like trying to get her out the door. Mm-hmm. And she yelled, she yelled, Mom! No, stop it. it oh gosh. It. And I like looked at her and I was like, oh damn. Okay. So there was again this weekend was just rough. There was one time where I like yelled back. I was like, you need to stop it right now. And like, you know, really like mm-hmm. yelled at her. Cause like I just couldn't not like the whole like it's okay. Like I just can't. Like I I, I couldn't talk it through with her. I just popped katie and i haven't explicitly like said oh our parenting style is gentle parenting because i think that means a lot different things to a lot of different people right like it's a very broad broad concept but we're definitely like trying to avoid i mean i think every parent should but avoid like being confrontational with our kids and talk through and explain the reasons why things are happening and oh my god that's going to be the most difficult thing i've ever done in my entire life it's tough because there are moments where you just you only you have ha- so like, much patience you only have yes. so much patience right like you get to the bottom of your barrel and you're like there's nothing left i can't right. keep explaining to you why you can't climb on the table and stand up and dance around because you're gonna crack your head open like yeah i can't keep arguing this with you you're one and a half you don't understand but exactly I, and like but you just it's keep tough. going back and i keep putting you down and that's our our hour and a half has been this right like yeah and and it sucks because like the because i said so thing right like you never like you don't want to be that parent that's just like because i said so but it's like they like cora doesn't understand the concept of healthy no right like you can't have a cookie three cookies for breakfast 
Like you need to have some sustenance, and like you can't explain that to a two year old. They don't understand. They don't get it. They don't, and, and and they won't. Right for another year or so, probably they won't put together yeah. like, oh, what's healthy or unhealthy. Like, your this is so hard because you're on the verge of true communication. Right when he was little, little, he would do something, and I'm like, oh, this is because you're like a baby and you have no idea what the world is like. Right. Yeah. He's a little bit older now. And he, luckily, I think because he's not talking, he's not quite at that stage of like, oh, you should know better, right? But like, if I tell you no four times and you come back and do it again, you should know that I said no, right? Like, right. you understand that concept. That's not a difficult concept as a one, like even as a one and a half year old. That's a two, two and a half year old, right? Like, you understand no and that you shouldn't do it, but they do it anyway. And that is so frustrating and draining because you're like, you know what I'm saying. You know that this isn't okay, right. but you keep doing it anyway. Ugh, it's awful. So before we wrap it up, uh, here's some things you have to look forward to. No, stop it, don't, mine. Uh, and the very, very uh, charming please. Uh, please. Cora also says, please, yes. And she does a face and she goes, and like it's out her oh lip oh my god so like she'll say like eddie chocolate please and i'm like oh stop it or like <laughs> daddy eddie i need a baba please and i'm like oh my god kid you're killing me Ridiculous. my heart can't take it um well there's a lot going on with ben he's going through some changes i joe this is without a doubt, the most challenging phase that we've gone up against yet between the teething, yeah. the growing and the sleep regression. And I'm just asking for all the thoughts you can give me because this is, this is a triple whammy and it is, it is a rough one. It's tough. It is tough. Um, well, we'll, we'll keep checking in. And then in six months, we have that big two year, oh, two God. year mark. And, uh, and we'll do a, a two year old bash, two year old bash. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else about this this phase of your life through Ben's life that you want to chat about or you know, give some tips on thoughts, ideas? I will give a little advice that I've that I've learned. Baby gates are your friend and will ever forever be your friend. It is so much easier to I talk about climbing on the table. Ben wants to be on our countertops. He wants to be on our table. He wants to open the fridge. He wants to be inside the fridge. <laughs> Putting up the baby gate, closing off the kitchen, closing off the bathroom because he wants to climb in the toilet, the guest yeah. room because he wants to climb on the guest bed, and just closing those doors and locking the kitchen. Then you're not worried about what he's doing when he's sprinting up and down the hall. Then yeah. they're just running, right? Because you know you've locked away all... I mean, granted, any a two-year-old or a one-and-a-half-year-old can literally make anything dangerous. It's ridiculous yeah. the, the kind of things they do. But, like, for the most part, you're not following them, following them around, pulling things out of their hand, moving them off things, like, nearly as much. Just close those areas off, close them out of the kitchen, and let them kind of run because that's all they really want to do. Yeah, just run that energy out cora dances that's what she does to get her energy out and her dancing is just running in circles i love it i love it 
Um, well, that's good. I, definitely. We only have one baby gate for our stairs, but we do shut all of our doors. So that way she can only run to her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, um, uh, that's what I've started doing. It, it's hard because the cat likes to hang out in places. And like this yeah. weekend, I closed her in a room and all of a sudden I heard the scratching at the door. So I was like, oh, I, whoops. <laughs> uh, but besides, like, honestly, I'm just closing all the doors and he can go play in his room or he can play in the living room. And I, I'm not going to sprint up and down the hall and chase you. I'm going to sit and do my thing and you just run and do your thing. Uh, because that's another big change is like, I'm so used to playing with him. Right. And like playing with his toys and doing him, but he's in that big independent phase. He just wants to do what he wants to do. Yeah. And I do not have the energy of a one and a half year old. No, God, no. And you never will. And I never will. And I never will again. Uh, so <laughs> just lock the places off that are dangerous and let them run it out. And that's, I think the best advice I can give you moving forward. Totally. And what's, I think what's great about this stage before we let these people go is they are in that independent stage where like, you're not needed no. all the time. You have some free time. Like to like walk around, like play a game or yeah. like do something, which is weird. Yeah. It's I need to be better about finding ways that he can be independent safely because that's yeah. the hardest part. And locking them out of locking him out of rooms is probably the best way. But like then I'm not quite at the stage where I feel comfortable not watching him. Right. Like mm-hmm. when he runs down the hall to his room, I feel the need to follow him and watch him. Um, yeah. So I need to get better about like, OK, he's actually safe down there and not. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll check on him, make sure he's not like pulling the dresser down himself. But like he's pretty safe down there. Um, I can or I can go sit in the rocking chair and let him run around and he can run between Katie in the living room and back to me in his room and then Katie in the living room back to me. in yeah. his room, Right. And we can do that. So I do need to be a little bit better about that, like letting him be independent and not just following him around, trying to make sure he's not destroying himself with something. Hey, it's true. They'll always find something. They'll always find something. This kid yeah. is, this kid takes a book to the head and is just like, Oh, ow. Okay. And moves on. <laughs> like, All right. Oh, uh, that's great. Um, well, Ben's getting older. We're getting older. Hell yeah, we are. Um, what do you say? We let these people get out of here. Joe, it's it's eight fifty. It's almost my bedtime. I went to bed at nine o'clock last night. I'm on a roll. Hey, I think we've been. I think all last week we hit right around nine o'clock. So I'm I'm getting to it. I'm Beautiful. about to go crash. Beautiful. Um. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really really appreciate it. We appreciate all of you. And you know what we really appreciate is if you go review, subscribe, tell somebody about us. Just That'd one person. Neat. Just go tell one yeah. person. I mean, it's not that it's not that hard, right? Yeah. Nah doing fine but we could always do better um and thank you so much to plan ant for having us on their podcast network there's a lot of cool stuff out there they're adding some new things every once in a while uh, but go check them out they got some good stuff going on if you haven't yet go follow us on social medias we're at big dan energy pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh you can find us as soon as joe releases the podcast on wednesday wednesdays and fridays you can find the podcast on facebook um and that's pretty neat uh, we also got some cool stuff coming up on the Instagram, I think we're going to do, uh, Joe and I are each going to pick a weekend and do a takeover for you here in the next month. So uh, be looking forward to another day in the life of Jared and Joe here coming up. So that's pretty great. 
So awesome. Thanks you guys so much for listening. We love it. Uh, we're so appreciative of, of every time you guys tune in and, uh, we look forward to keeping, uh, keeping more cool content rolling your way. So for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice for using. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.